building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Happy Monday and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's episode kicks off a marketing series that I've been thinking about for a while and I decided to finally pull the trigger. How to select the best social media platforms for your business and how to excel on them. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to feature people that have figured out the growth secrets on a few platforms. TikTok, which is one I would love to focus on again, but I have yet to really crack it. LinkedIn, you know, I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn company pages because company pages are completely different than growing a personal page. Instagram and Twitter. To start the series today, I was hoping to have a guest to talk about the decision-making process between platforms, but instead I'm going to interview myself and go it solo. I'm going to talk to you about the three things that you must do in order to decide what platform is best for your business. And then next week, we'll be off to the races with our first guest to talk about how they went about growing on a specific platform, stay on top of trends, and all of their secrets. I'm not going to reveal who it is yet because I have a few really great speakers lined up for all of these different platforms. Anyway, I myself have dabbled in quite a few platforms. I went on TikTok for a few months. I was able to grow to like 15,000 followers, and then I just didn't have the time or energy to keep it up. I tried to hack a Twitter following way back, way, way a long time ago when I started Excelity, and now I do absolutely nothing there. I'm sure everyone has unfollowed me, and I used to try to just retweet things periodically, and now I don't even do that. I got up to over 10, maybe 12K on Instagram when I was focused on it, and now my numbers are dwindling because all the people that followed me for business... They just see posts about my kids and the Milwaukee Bucks now, and they're probably like, uh, who is this? And I forget why I followed her. But anyway, I guess you could say that I dated all of the platforms and I decided to marry LinkedIn. As dysfunctional as Sir LinkedIn can be, he is certainly my favorite. Not that he's a man. Maybe he is not. But anyway, let's get into my advice on how to choose the best platform for you. Number one is you have to find out where your audience is. This one seems like a no-brainer, but there's actually a lot more nuance to it than you think. For example, when you're selling business to business, everyone thinks LinkedIn. And yeah, your buyers might have a profile on LinkedIn, but are they actually active on LinkedIn? I feel like when you graduate from college, everyone says you have to make a profile on LinkedIn and then some people never update it again. Sometimes I even go to connect with people I know on LinkedIn and it hasn't been changed since like 2005. For my buyers, I know that they're there because many marketers are on LinkedIn to network, to grow their own followings, to learn, to engage in groups and et cetera. That said, your buyers might actually be spending most of their time on TikTok. It seems like everyone's spending all their time on TikTok these days, or maybe even Facebook. No, I'm not covering Facebook. I know that there is some power in Facebook. 
I just hardly use it personally or professionally unless I need to run some ads. So we're probably not going to talk about it in this series, but I reserve the right to change my mind if I want to. So finding out where your audience hangs out, I would say the first and the very best way to do it is to talk to them. Do a few stakeholder interviews, and sometimes stakeholder interviews can be scary or people don't want to do them or you think you're not going to get the information that you want or you think they're not as valuable as they are, but I think they're really one of the most valuable things you can do as a marketer. For example, we were recently at my company putting together a strategy that is aimed toward physicians, and we really thought we needed stakeholder interviews, but we didn't know how to get them. Do you have any idea how hard it is to get physicians to do interviews? Like you can barely these days get your primary care physician to sit with you and have a conversation with you for 15 minutes because they're so freaking busy. So we went about trying to do stakeholder interviews in creative ways. Uh, One of my team members scheduled an appointment with her doctor and grilled her, which I love. I think that's the most amazing strategy. I called my cousins, brothers, uncles, neighbors, dog. Just kidding. However, the relationship really almost was that complicated. And that one was awesome because she sat with me and looked at the website of this company and told me what was working and what wasn't. And I think the moral of the story on stakeholder interviews is where there's a will, there's a way. And you don't need an hour of someone's time to get the information out of them that you need. And you can always pay them in a certain way. You can buy them a cup of coffee. You can send them an Amazon gift card or, or who knows. The second way to find out where your audience hangs out is probably more time consuming, but maybe a little less scary for you. And that's doing online research. Most platforms publish reports that discuss how many users are on the platform, how much active time they spend, what the demographics and level of engagement are for different age groups and professions and etc. That's definitely another place that you can look. If it were me, I would use stakeholder interviews and talking to your audience in combination with online research to determine the first platform that you should tackle. The second thing to consider is your skills and the amount of time that you have. Every single platform requires different skills, and it kind of depends if you want to cultivate those skills or if you're good at those things. So for example, I know that growing a personal brand on LinkedIn, you have to be a good writer. And you also need to have time to post at least a few times a week, ideally a handful of times a week. And a lot of people are posting twice a day now, which is crazy and tons of time. I do it once in a blue moon, but I can't keep up. Things that don't work on LinkedIn are repurposed content, except for those pesky tweet screenshots that I see going viral once in a while. And I'm like, huh? Well, good for them, I guess, because they've figured out a hack for both platforms. But they often don't work. But repurposed content that's straight from other platforms often doesn't work super well on LinkedIn. I would say it takes one to two hours a day to really grow a brand on LinkedIn. Do you have that kind of time and an interest in creating high-quality content and learning how to write or sharpening your writing skills? Things we should be asking ourselves. Another example is for TikTok. 
a lot of, I guess, at least what I know about TikTok is following trends, using trending sounds, learning to tell stories in short and concise ways with a really good hook and a willingness to create high quality, engaging videos. And this can be done with your phone, but there is an art to it. Is that something that you are passionate about? Is it something that you have time for? If so, maybe TikTok is a place you want to explore as long as your audience is there. So for number two, I would examine the amount of time that you have to commit, how much learning you're willing to do on a platform, the skills that you have or are willing to develop, and where your audience is. So combine it with number one in order to direct you to the platform that is going to work best for you. Okay, number three, last but not least, my advice is to master one platform first. The growth code for each platform is not the same on all of them. And unless you're building a business that focuses strictly on being on social media all day, you're probably not going to realistically have the time to do it all. And you are going to burn yourself out if you try. Trust me, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I tried over the last period of years, I don't know, three, three, maybe four years, I tried to grow a following in a podcast and on Instagram and on TikTok and on LinkedIn. And when I got overwhelmed, this stuff became a chore instead of being something that I loved. And so I had to figure out how to make it something that I really liked to do again, instead of a chore that I would freak out and say, ah, I can't do this and then pull the plug. There's really nothing worse to going all out and committing time to something for three, six months without being able to do it long term, especially if you see it working and you just don't have the bandwidth or the time. All right. So dating social platforms, those are my three best pieces of advice on how to choose a platform. And you're going to want to tune in to the guest interview series over the next few weeks because we will be talking about all of the different platforms that I mentioned. And you can hear their stories on how they chose that platform and how they went about growing on them. So to recap, One, find out where your audience is. Make sure you're talking to your customers, please. Two, consider your skills and the amount of time that you have. And three, master one platform first. Contrary to popular marketing belief, you do not have to be everywhere and you do not have to be all things to all people. All right. I look forward to you tuning back in for our series. And thank you so much for the listen today. If you got value out of this podcast, I encourage you to share it with just one person that you want to tune in with you to my social series. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you.